With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Triple T Radio. That, of course, is Turnbuckles, Trunks, and Titles. My co-host, the man of the hour, the man that runs it all. He keeps everything alive. He's the greatest guy I know and the baldest man I've ever seen. He is Q-Ball Carmichael Q. Nice video. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate another Tuesday night. Snapping necks and cash checks, baby. It's what we do at Triple T Radio. I like cash and checks. I like snapping necks. Oh, what a team we are. And what a lineup we got tonight. You're the hustle, and I'm the muscle, Daddy. That's right. You are the you're definitely the muscle. You are definitely <laughs> the muscle. No questions asked. See? I'm more like... That's all right. It's a terrible thing to be... Yeah, it's awful. I'm built to go. You're built for... No, wait. Yeah, and you're built for show and go. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. (laughs) Never mind. We both have a face for radio. Hey, whatever pays the bills. That's what I always say. You know what? Hey, where can you go Tuesday night and spend an hour with one of your best friends hang out and just talk and actually make it a show. How's that even work? <laughs> Nobody's as lucky as we are. I know, right? But, you know, we do have some great sponsors, too. Hey, I cannot say enough. Um, listen, I've told you before, bro, we've got everything going for us. And I'm, as much as I love talking about our sponsors, I got to tell you, right out of the shoe, this cue balls shopping is unbelievable, brother. You have got everything going your way. Uh, the merchandise on our site is rolling. Uh, I'm feeling smarter already. <laughs> you appear to be smarter tonight. <laughs> 
your stuff has been incredible. Your pillow, uh, I'm having the best sleep of my life now. It's never been better. You know what I was telling my wife? I said, I've had this pillow for three months. And I said, I have yet to sweat on the pillow. And you know, as a guy that shakes his head, right? You always you cover up with some blankets, your head always sweats. Yeah, exactly. So, and this pillow is so amazing because I, ne I never, ever sweat at night. My head never sweats anymore at night. And that was the first thing that would sweat. Get up, be a big wet spot on the pillow. I know, it doesn't sound good, but. Well, I mean, hey, we all have our issues. I mean, <laughs> look, you need to have a good pillow. I need a good brain pill. You just happen to make that too. Uh, you know, I do. And I've been taking it for 10 days. And I can tell you what, you know, as you get older, your body produces less GABA. GABA is the key. It's, a, it's the key to neurotransmission in the brain. It's the key to neurofunction. It's the key to depression. It's the key to pain. It's the, the key to a good memory, clarity, recall. And this pill, this brain, brainstorm is unbelievable. It's a proprietary blend. We own it. Everything that's in it was designed to you in it. It has all the science behind it. I posted it um, in one of the groups yesterday. All the science and where everything came from, every book, every scientist, everything listed it in the group. And people were like blown away at how much technology and science went into making this. And the great thing about it is we got some great vitamins in there. There's 100% vitamin C, B5, B3. B6, but we didn't put vitamin K in there, and we did it for a reason. Vitamin K cannot be consumed by people who are on blood thinners. So older people, as we age, the GABA decreases. What this does is not only has GABA in it, but it has four other items in it, or ingredients in it, that actually work to increase the GABA in the brain. And that's what creates that neurotransmission and that cognitive function. So this is really some science behind what we did here. We didn't do this just say, oh, let's put a pill out there. We did a lot of research on things that work, things that we could put in there, things that would be all natural that we could put in there. And we've done it. And I can tell you just from 10 days of taking it, I used to get frustrated. And, and my wife can tell you, I, I couldn't recall a word. I'd be like, oh, what's the word for that? What's the word for that? Now it's like, bam, 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 boom, 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 hitting on all cylinders. And this stuff honestly has changed the way my mental state has been because i was really starting to think you know i'm 59 my next birthday june i'll be 60 i've had a lot of concussions six of them i have a lot of banging my head with wrestling with 24 2500 matches not counting the wrestling schools that i owned and that i went to and that i was a head trainer at where i took bumps every day and so i'm thinking to myself this is just part of being a wrestler and banging your head but this pill taking it myself has completely changed my mental state, made my acuity, my focus so much better. And honestly, I take less Motrin and less Tylenol for the pain in my body that's been beat up for years. So this is really, it's a miracle formula. It really is for people that have that, are, are aging and lose that gap, or even young people. If you have a job where your job requires a lot of focus, a lot of concentration, you have a lot of outside distractions. When you take this, this formula is designed to eliminate the outside distractions distracting you and to make you be able to focus on the task at hand. 
So it's not for people just in their 50s or 60s. It's for people in their 20s or 30s who have a job that's very mentally demanding. You know, what's what happens at the end of the day? You come home and your brain's fried, right? And you just want to like veg out and become a couch potato. You take this for a month and I guarantee you that's going to go away. Your motivation is going to come back. You want to go to the gym. You're going to want to hang out with people. You're going to be more social. I mean, I went to a card game the other night with some, some guys. I've been invited a hundred times. I never go. I went. It was great. I almost beat a guy up, but that's another story. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing product. I, I stand behind it 100%. It will work for you or I'll give you your money back. And right now, it's 25% off on Amazon. So it's a $23.99 product for a month, 24 bucks for a month. Wow, that's a great deal. Now it's 25% off. You're going to get it with free shipping if you have Prime for about $18. You can't beat that. I mean, 18 bucks to try something that might change your entire cognitive function of your brain? I mean, heck, man, $18. Give it a shot, guys. It's fantastic. I'm in. I mean, I already told you I'm sold. It works. You guys seen it? It's on TripleTRadio.com. You can go there, go to the merch, um, and it's right there. There's the pillow, and there's the pill, and just click, and it it takes care of the rest, except pay the bill. You got to do that yourself. Yeah, right. See, what we're trying to do with, with what we're doing, if you notice with the products, they're wellness-related. Um. We have the fortunate pleasure of my wife and I, my daughter, having a very good friend who's a, fish, uh, a physician in New Jersey. And, uh, you know, James Hubbs, my buddy Jim, hope he's listening tonight. I know he does a lot of nights. Shout out to him. You know, he, he researched this product for me, and he's the one that came back. He said, Chris, you did a great job with it. I like what's in it, but I especially like the fact it doesn't have vitamin K. So people would take blood thinners or even take an aspirin every day, which is a blood thinner. They can take this safely. So, you know, shout out to Jim. Good, solid guy. I've been a friend for 10 years. Love him to death. He's been great to our family. Um, my guys in Philly that are listening tonight, Ryan, Larry, um, maybe Cousin Matt. I don't know. <laughs> but listen, for all you guys listening, I appreciate it. Everybody in Jersey listening, I appreciate it. Everybody down south, Alabama, Jeff Chambers is probably listening. Shout out to him. I mean, I got a lot of solid fans that come to the show every week. I wish I could shout out everybody every week, but, you know, we get on a topic and I kind of run. But I think you can tell that my brain is working a little bit better right now than it has in the past few shows. So shout out to all those guys. Shout out to the guys in the police force that are listening. Um, I know a couple guys are going to listen tonight. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we support the guys in blue. We support the guys in the military uniforms. So, you know. Certainly. Yeah. And. You know, it's funny. I had the busiest day I've had in a long time, didn't I? My wife's sitting right here. Yes. And here comes the showtime, and I'm still 100% ready to go, not even tired or anything. So, again, brainstorm, man. Fantastic product. Get it. Try it. You'll love it. There it is, guys. TripleTRadio.com. Check out the brainstorm. Check out the pillow. You're not going to be disappointed, and Q wouldn't send you somewhere that isn't worth the price, and uh, you'll be glad you did. Hey, the pillow's got 25% off right now, too, until Christmas. Oh, so you can go. save 25% on that. That's a $54.99 pillow. It's actually $59.99. I marked it down to $54.99, and then I took 25% off that. So our 25% coupon, you can use at checkout on Brainstorm and on our pillow, which is just fantastic. Oh, I know. Oh, I know you know. I know. 
Now, listen, we are yeah, sure. tonight. Nick, why don't your wife, your wife tries this pillow? I'm going to have to send a second one. I can take coming already. Oh, yeah, I'm going to lose it. It's done. Um, <laughs> listen, there's a whole bunch of stuff on tap tonight. Uh, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, with that said, uh, Nick Patterson was supposed to be on the show. Of course, Nick waited to the last minute to tell me that, you know, he has prior engagements and uh, he could record yesterday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, pre-record. I don't know if it had to do with going live or what it was, but whatever it was, it obviously bothered him. I'm not sure. Uh, Q, you know, we make this pretty easy for everyone. Come on the show, have a good time, but it is what it yeah. is. So. We've had some of the biggest stars in wrestling on the show, big promoters on the show. And, you know, here's the thing is, I did radio shows for years. You know, I did yours when you were on Rope to Rope for years. Whenever I was booked, I was there. When I took a match, I was there. When I used to do radio remotes all the time, when I would go to towns, when I was wrestling guys like Bundy or the Iron Sheik, they want to get me on the radio, I'd do a remote. When they told me to call in at 10 after 4, I called in at 8 after 4 and waited two minutes. That's what a professional does. When a professional makes an appointment, a professional shows up. A professional doesn't have prior engagements. A professional wrestler shows up to the match. If you're a professional wrestler and you take a booking for $100 on Saturday night and some guy calls you and offers you $150 for the same Saturday night, you tell that guy, no, I'm booked. I'm sorry. I appreciate it. Can't do it. You don't tell the guy that already booked you, hey, I got another booking that's going to pay me more money. That's not what a professional wrestler does. A professional wrestler, whether it be a radio show, a podcast, or a match, just like me driving 13 hours to Georgia to do a seminar and to watch a show for a guy and give him my feedback on it back in October. I went because I told him I would go. 13 hours each way. Greatest story of all time. You look at Christian, Jay, uh, I can't even think of the last name. You look at Jay, Christian, WWE. Um, you know, he made it very clear. He got signed by WWE. He was starting with Dory Funk Jr.'s dojo. And uh, he called WWE and said, I have an obligation to a promoter. I'd really like to see it through. And he was told Vince likes a guy that keeps his appointments. Keep. Yep. If you tell someone you're going to be there, you be there. And, I mean, he, he respected him for that. So, yeah, I agree with you. All professionals will respect you for that, for the honesty, number one, and for the integrity that it demonstrates. Yeah. Because let me tell you something about the WWE. You know, I put a picture up yesterday. You probably saw it, me and Carino from back in 97 with Col Holden Colby. I don't know if you saw it, but Steve Carino, who was the head trainer now, he's the producer for the WWE. If I text him right now, no matter where he is in the world, he will text me back in five minutes. Sunday morning, I get a picture from him saying, look at this, it's me and Steve in 1997. He's holding Col Colby, who's about a year or two old, and we're at the Teamsters Union Hall wrestling in Dundalk, Maryland, right outside of Baltimore. And he sends me the picture, and here's what he says. I love you, Hugh. Check out this picture. You know, Steve was one of those guys that worked for me for three straight years, and when Steve had a match scheduled with me, Steve showed up. And I can tell you, when Steve was running his wrestling promotion here, it was called NWA 2000. He was wrestling, running it in North Carolina. He got offered a spot to go down and wrestle in Memphis, which was for Lawler at the time. Him and, him and Jimmy Cicero. He says, I don't know what I'm going to do. Q, can you run my locker room? I'm like, absolutely. 
So I ran his locker room for three straight shows, just like he would have, because he came out of the school of me running it and ran three of Steve's shows where, well, he freed him up to wrestle down in Memphis and get some publicity. So, you know, but that's what professionals do. And professional people are rewarded in this life because of their integrity. Integrity means you do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it, no matter how difficult it is to do it. That is a professional. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You couldn't have said it better. Now. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Brainstorm. Boom. Boom. Done. Hashtag baby. Hashtag brainstorm. That's the. I hope I don't have to pay Lance. I hope I don't have to pay Lance Storm any kind of residuals. Boy, I never thought of that either. But hopefully not. Now, you know what? So we called an audible earlier. You know, we were going to do the audio. We said, "How? Let's do the video. We'll post it. It'll be great." Uh, next week, we're going to do the audio and the video together. We're going to be live all over the world. I'm going to pull all the stops out. It's going to be great. But because we called an audible, I got a few different things for you tonight. Uh, one of the things I'm excited about is, uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you, you can see me, right? I text you. Oh, I love you. In the middle of the show, make sure you read it. Yeah, I love you too. Thank you, bud. Stop it, kid. <laughs> Stop it, kitten. Um, so I come up with this wonderful idea of, you know, not that I like to get you hot, because I already know how easy you can get fired up when people are making a mockery of this wonderful business. So I thought we should do like a watch along. You know, where I can pause it, allow you to uh, light a couple firecrackers under your, you know, A-double-S, and, and, and let loose, Q. Almost like a therapy. Consider this like brainstorm therapy on top of the pill. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I consider this Nicholas London torture, but that's okay. <laughs> it's only going to get worse because, you know, I sent you that message the other day about... How great would it be to sit and watch an indie show, take a Saturday afternoon and watch it, and, and me, more or less, sit back with popcorn, maybe a few beer, allow you just to, you know, get out your frustrations. You know what I'm saying? Thank, Thank you. Have a bad day, and I'm here for you. That's why we do this. This is therapy for Q. That's what it should have been called. That's, that's what you say when you're ready to drop the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I know I get to tell you bad news, usually I already knew that bad news for like three or four weeks before. I just, I'm working it up, you know? It's like, Q, I got to tell you something. And then in a couple weeks, I might say, you know that thing I need to talk to you about? And then don't write back again for a couple more weeks, you know? And then you, you drop it and you're like, Nick, how long have you known? Oh, yes. But I've known three weeks like that nice yeah you know so how about this appreciate that appreciate that i well i love you right and i told you that before now i'm before we go to commercial and then we're gonna get this thing started i gotta ask you please tell me if you haven't you're willing to sit down and listen 
to Jim Cornette's drive-thru. And I know it's a cheap plug, but I love the guy. Or even I'll be too. No problem. I need you to sit and listen to one show. Um, preferably this one that just passed, that little image, that little video I sent you, where he's talking and realizes what yeah. he said. I played it for Melissa. Dude, what do you think? How do you think Corny's still alive today without having a heart attack? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess because he rants and raves and gets all his frustrations out. It's the only way. It's the only his way. Poor wife, or whatever yeah. Stacy is to him, she must be just, she must sleep with earplugs because he must talk wrestling even when he's sleeping. Oh, jeez. I listened yeah. to that. Oh, my goodness. It was great. It is. It is great. I've listened to Jim a lot. I listened to him a lot more when I was working at the computer, and I could listen to him. And you know, I Les Thatcher is a good friend of mine. He had, one time I listened to him when he had Les Thatcher on. It was like, I wish I had recorded it because it was one of those things everybody should have seen. Dude, I'm sorry, but the guy is so far ahead of his time. Like. You imagine him at 20 years old today being in love with the business like he is from 30 years ago, what that would mean? Well, I can tell you, you know, he told me and Jimmy Cicero, he goes, you guys were born a little too late. 20 years ago, you both would have been working full-time six nights a week. So, you know, Jim, Jim, when he says something, you can trust one thing. When Jim says something, he's being honest with you. He's shooting yeah, from the hip. He don't pull no punches. He don't sugarcoat nothing. Yeah. It's not have- his DNA. It's not in his DNA to sugarcoat anything. If you've ever seen the Jim Cornette drive through episode, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's Greatest so ever. funny. Like, I actually never listened to the guy until two weeks ago. Like, I know he has his shows, but I'm stuck on the whole something to wrestle in the 83 weeks. And I'm not ashamed to admit what I listen to, but... I wanted to take a listen to this and see what I thought. Dude, Right. I've forgotten what the other names of the shows were, and I've been stuck on Jim Cornette since. So what do you say we um, we talk about, uh, you know, just a couple little things? You know, I don't know. Maybe how you can get a discount if you use the code QBALL at redlinegoods.com. Let me tell you something. Handmade leather for your car, whether it's a steering wheel cover, a seat cover, a shift boot, a headrest, it doesn't matter. Mike over to redlineauto.com mention the code QBALL and save 15%. His family hand makes these from Italian leather, the best leather in the world. And like I said, whether it's a steering wheel, a seat cover, a headrest, a dash cover, whatever you need, he will make. And I can tell you one thing, you know, handmade craftsmanship can't be beat. These guys are masters with leather. It's unbelievable. Well, you know, Q, I actually thought about buying Melissa a car for Christmas, but I wanted to go to redlinegoods.com and really do it up for, you know, like I'm talking the leather and I wanted to do the uh the steering wheel cover the shifter like I really wanted to make this look awesome and then 
Not only did I ring in the price and thought, this is crazy, I threw in cue ball under the discount code, and brother, I saved 15%, and I had to call you and thank you, because if it wasn't for Triple T Radio, I wouldn't have saved 15%, and all I had to do was mention cue ball. What a deal. It's crazy. It's crazy. And they're masters over there, man. Take a look at their stuff. Go to redlinegoods.com. Take a look at their stuff. It's unbelievable. You can make any car, upgrade any car, no matter how old or how new, and you can personalize it just for you. It's incredible. It really is, Q. Now, of course, the big news, subscribing to Triple T Radio's texting interaction, Q. You know, I, I threw you off. I, I, I don't feel like I get to really get you often, but I threw you off. Um, I did this. I got it up. It is the official Triple T Radio texting, and uh, it allows us to interact on a more, more permanent basis more often with our fans. Um, this is allowing us, so if we know we're going to change up the script a bit, or we know we're going to not have Nick Patterson on the show tonight. Guys, they'll be the first to know every time. And that's great. You know, when we have a big guest on the store, on the show, we can send him a text and let him know, remind him about the show. I don't know how many people tell me, oh, geez, Q, I missed the show. I'm sorry. I'm like, hey, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to Google Podcast, go anywhere that's got podcasts, and you can listen to Triple T Radio. We're connecting with everybody. There's nothing like living, listening to us live. But if you miss it, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and how many other ones? Uh, Spotify. I mean, it's insane. It is. And all you guys have to do is text to 19108-301206. Now, I know what you're saying. Holy jumpings, that's a lot of numbers. Sure it is. You can also just go to TripleTRadio.com, and we've got everything right there. When you text it, use the hashtag TripleTRadio. We know you're in. We know you're excited. We're going to keep you up to date all the time. And then, if you are tired, or you're going to sleep, and you're getting annoyed, you don't want to hear them all the time, maybe it's tiring you out, guys... You can unsubscribe at any time, and all you got to do is reply with hashtag TTT, and that's it. So it's that simple. Hashtag Triple T Radio, you're in. Hashtag TTT, you're out. Q. You know what I love? You know what I love about it, Nick? It's a 910 area code, which is North Carolina. It's my area code for my personal phone. It's 1910. 1206. That's 910-830-1206. So it's you gotta put a one in front of it like you used to when you made long distance calls. But it's one nine one oh eight three zero one two zero six. Or you can just come to Triple T Radio and sign up there. But we'd love to have you on the tax system so we can keep you informed of guests that are coming on the show. Uh, we got a lot of big news coming in the new year. I can tell you we've got some amazing guests coming on in the new year. I'm so excited about Triple T Radio in 2020. It's crazy. 
I'm making this bigger. I know people can't see me, but I know they want to. That's but I'm making this bigger because I want you to really sit and pay close attention to this. Now, the audio's on. Hey, Q, I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're doing something over there. Watching. I'm hitting this button. There's even a little audio in here, but I think I'll turn the audio off so the fans can, uh, if I can. YouTube is Nico, and I am back with another video. You know, being a independent wrestler is fun, but sometimes it can be hard, but it can be fun. But most importantly, it's not fun to get hurt. And yes, I know accidents happen sometimes whenever you are going for a move or a spot. It can so lead to a big botch. What I have here is the best indie wrestling botch fails. Also, if you are watching this video, make sure to like, subscribe. You don't have to like or subscribe anything. I just want to throw that in there. Leave a comment. All right, you two. Here we go. <laughs> gonna end bad oh it's a, it's a nightmare waiting to happen yeah you can just tell you don't even need to wonder look at this guy oh oh sweet baby jesus oh, what in the Sam Hill. he just set his head on fire for no apparent oh my god i just turned the sound off cue so you have adder i got the sound in my head Whoa. Q, what's going through your head right now? Anger. Frustration. Probably thoughts of murder. <laughs> you know what I say? Suicide's never an option. Homicide always is. Oh, my God. I hope he broke his leg in half. He, he did. did, too. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. That's what you get when you don't know what you're doing. Look at that. And look at the size. Guys, imagine that they were trained well. This is scary. Oh, 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 oh. What the? F that was uh, a. Lucky and Burgess neck. Yeah, yeah. Lucky and Burgess neck. My, mo my mother used to tell me God protects fools and idiots. This is oh. living proof. Look at this. Now, Q, what would you do if you were at a show and some guy did this? Well, if the fall didn't kill him, I probably would. I mean, that's pathetic. There's no, there's no excuse in the world for that. There's, no. there's, there's, there's a handful of people in the building. All you're doing is trying to do what ECW did in front of tens of thousands of people back when it was new and it was cutting edge. 
and it was, you know, gritty and dark, but everybody at ECW could wrestle their ass off. It just so happened that hardcore became their style. Axel Rotten, brilliant guy, loved him to death. Um, great mind. Tommy Dreamer, all the, all those guys, all the original ECW guys, brilliant wrestlers. I mean, absolutely. It just so happened that a hardcore found them, and they took that to the next level. And all these people are trying to do is mimic what great trained, professionally trained wrestlers who have spent years out there honing their craft decided to do to make it gritty and cutting edge and innovative. And all these guys are doing is making a mockery of what my fucking friends did, who half of them are passed away right now. And these guys are out there trying to do that shit. Man, I wish I could get my hands on one of them right now. This is absolutely a disgrace to professional wrestling. It dishonors the sport. I spent 37 years of my life dedicated to this business in one way or another. And these guys, who obviously were not trained, never trained, have no idea, no clue, are out there making a mockery of what I spent my life defending. Yeah, no, I agree. Unbelievable. That guy broke his back. I wish and hope. Hey, good. He deserved that. I wish and hope nothing but bad things for all these people. Like their career career ends. This is. All that for what? $10, $5 payoff. And they probably drove 300 miles to get there. And probably. They probably drove 300 miles with their aunt and their uncle and their cousin and their brother and their sister stuffed in a car made for four to get up to the show. Because if you look at all these events, there's but a handful of fans, mostly friends and family, not paid attendance. No, I agree. You know, I have been I have been friends with these guys. I mean, you know, it, it, it irks me because, you know, I mean, who were who were the hardest of the hardcore in ECW, Nick? Oh, guys like Sabu, guys like Sandman, guys like Axel Rotten, guys like um, Tommy Dreamer, guys like Rob Van Dam, like those guys. But they were trained. They were trained. They were all they were all skilled professional wrestlers. They just who were like I said. They didn't seek out hardcore. It happened to find them, and they made an art form of it. This is a mockery. No, that's right. They did. They made an art form out of it. An art form that, for years, the and I'm not crapping on anyone, the WWE used some of their stuff. Uh, The WCW used some of their stuff. TNA. Their stuff lives on to this very day. People chant their name in every arena you go to. So don't It bothers me because New Jack is a close friend of mine and Vic Grimes is a close friend of mine. And those guys were the hardest of the hardcore. You know what I mean? Oh, man, New Jack was crazy. And you know what? And let me tell you something. He's been a friend of mine for 20 plus years. That guy and I got along great. I was with ECW for six months. A lot of people don't know that. I only got a couple wrestling shows, but I was on the bandwagon every single show for six months with ECW. And I can tell you, I got to know the guys in the back really, really, really well. And I can tell you that New Jack and I were extremely close friends, as was Vic Grimes, as was 
you know, uh, I mean, all the guys, Shane, uh, all the guys there are friends of mine. All those guys had wrestled for years and years and years before ECW ever came about. And it was almost like the evolution of hardcore. It started at a certain point and it built a little more and a little more and a little more and a little more. And I can tell you, there were no more dedicated fans that packed that bingo parlor and stuffed into the ECW arena. And I had the honor of wrestling Julio De Niro in the ECW arena as sold out crowd. And you know what? What a crowd, man. I mean, just phenomenal people. Uh, great wrestlers, good guys, friends of mine, brothers of mine, and I see these guys trying to do those things that like that. I mean, you're doing a split legged split legged boots all, off the corner. If you ain't Rob Van Dam, you gonna have his training. Why are you trying to do that? Because obviously it's getting training. <laughs> that reverse reverse moonsault off the top rope, that guy probably broke his neck. Yeah, and this that one, guy probably did. This, this guy does a straight dive head first. You dive up and let the guys catch it. You don't dive down. Look at this. Oh, oh. You know, one hand, I feel bad for these guys because it, it's like golf or bowling. They look, and that looks easy until you try it. You know, there's a lot of things to look easy until you try it. Professional wrestling looks easy. I don't know how many guys came to me and said, oh, I've watched it for years. I know all the moves. We had a guy, my wife is sitting here, named Joe Nackey, who worked for us. Now, his dad was on the flight in Pennsylvania that crashed in 9-11. So, you know, he worked for me shortly after, in 2002, shortly after his dad passed. He's one of the guys that stored the cabin. Um, Joe was a good kid, but Joe wanted to be a wrestler. I was the head trainer at King Kong Buddy's DWF Wrestling School, which was literally eight miles from the front door of my office. So Joe said one time, he goes, oh, I can give you an F5. I said, really? He goes, yeah, I can pick you up and give you an F5. Now, I'm 260, and I was diesel as hell back then. I said, go ahead. He couldn't even budge me off the ground. So he wanted to pay his deposit and go to Bundy's Wrestling School, Devastation Wrestling Federation. So I called Bundy and said, listen, I'm going to let this guy come up and work him for a night because he ain't ever going to come back. Now, he worked for me in the business I had. So I took him up and I bumped him like 50 times. The next day he comes in, he goes, oh, I'm fine. He goes out on, on an appointment. We're in home improvement business. He goes out on an appointment with a customer. He comes back. He says, Mr. Jackson, I have to go home. I am so much in so much physical pain that I'm throwing up. I said, yeah, kid, go ahead. Take some Motrin and help you. I told him when he left that night, take four, four 200 milligram Motrin every six to eight hours the second you leave. And he didn't. And he was the guy that probably would have done something like that in the business and ended up breaking his neck. So he never went past that first day of training. And there's a reason why we do that. You know, it was old school. It was kind of like the training I got where I was just really hammered for six weeks until they were sure I wasn't going to go away. So when I left, I could say, oh, my God, it's real. These guys, it's unbelievable. This guy, is this, is this supposed to be a promo this guy's doing, Nick? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's the worst representation of professional wrestling that I ever saw. You know, when I got in the business, you couldn't buy a pair of boots. There was one place that made them in Paris, Arkansas. The guy Noel made them, a B bar and a boot shop. And to get boots, you'd have to trace the outline of your foot, send it to him. 
with a $250 money order, wait six weeks for your boots, but he had to call whoever trained you to confirm that you were allowed to buy boots. Yeah, that's how I remember. K&H Wrestling Wear in Ohio was the biggest manufacturer of wrestling wear. Matter of fact, the only the only ones in the states at the time that made wrestling wear gear for everybody. K&H, Carl and Hildegard owned that for years. Then they sold it. A girl named Debbie used to work there. And when you called Debbie to get your singlet made, if it was your first time, she said, I need a number and a call. I'm like, here's the number, call Luthes. And boom. They would make your gear, but they would not make your gear. They would not sell you boots until they talked to the person that trained you. The business was so protected and so policed that it was amazing. You know, I was six foot one, 210 pounds, 15 pounds, and I was pretty solid. And I got turned away three times before somebody finally agreed to train me. I mean, it, it, the, the problem with the business is one, the money fell out of the business. And by what I mean when the money fell out of the business is, it's really started happening when WCW went under and it was just WWE and there was all these guys out there that needed to make money that were wrestlers and they started training this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy for this amount of money and that amount of money. And the problem was guys would start a promotion and they would get pissed off because they didn't understand why well, I've just been trained and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to be in the first match for six months to a year. Then I move to the second and I move to the third. By the time I've been around three or four years, I might be in the main event. These guys wanted to be in the main event from day one. Yep. So what they do is they go halfway through training. They realize they're not going to get past the first match for the first year. They quit training halfway through. They go 30 miles to the south. They buy a ring and they either open a wrestling school or they start a wrestling promotion. And the only guys that work will work for them are their blow buddies who work for nothing or 10 bucks or whatever. And then a guy there gets pissed off. They gets half trained by a guy who's half trained and he goes off and does the same thing. It's kind of like cockroaches. You know, you get two of them in six months, you have 240 million of them. And that's exactly what happened to the wrestling business is people needed to make a buck. They started training people. People quit halfway through, go out, open their own school, do their own thing. And it perpetuated on down the line until, you know, it's like multi-level marketing. So one gets six, they get six, they get six, they get six, they get six. By the time you get to the bottom of the pyramid, you got 8,000 people out there in the wrestling business that shouldn't be in it. Oh, there's a whole so, lot that shouldn't be in it. Listen. We both agree on that. They better pray every night that a doctor never gives me six months to live because the last three months I'll clean up the trash. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of guys I can name, you know, two dozen just like that. So, you know, this whole watching a video I liked with you, I think it'd be a lot of fun if we did this. Hey, Nick. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I got a buddy in Philadelphia who's trying to get into the show and can't get in to listen. No, because this is video. We're not live. We're not live. Video. It'll be up in about. It'll be up in a half an hour. Half an hour to be up on iTunes. Yeah, tell them we're sorry. It's better. It's better video because he gets to see my beautiful face, brother. I like that. That was pretty scary. Scared yeah, me. Well, I was scared, gonna... scared me looking at myself. <laughs> <laughs> now. I screwed myself. I think doing this whole video 
And next week we're going to go live on Blog Talk and we're going to hope for the best. Yeah. Because that's all we can do. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait till this is done again. But if it works and we can be live on audio, these are going to YouTube. So, right. Like, We're creating are, content. Right. What, what you talked about earlier is we have to create a massive amount of content on YouTube in order to get people to be engaged with us. They don't want to wait a week to see an hour. They want, they want content, content, content. If they get hooked on it. What do they want to do? They want to watch more. They want content. So we're yep. continually keep creating content for this. I see our show actually doing two or three episodes a week eventually on YouTube because people are going to want the content and we're going to have Patreon, so we're going to end up having an income from it. So it's going to be a beautiful thing for them and us. Hey. And, you know, I got a social media icon who's a friend of mine, Omar Magash TV who uh, met Abby and I at a rest area in South Carolina. Him, him and I communicate all the time now, at least once or twice a week. And he's got 2.4 million subscribers on YouTube. There you he's go. Willing to, help, willing to help us get along. So, Well, then you got to tip your cap to that. You know the old saying, right? We're not a straighted show, right? No, we're not. Triple T Radio is like a sore dick, brother. You just can't beat it. This is true. I like that. And you can't beat it. I mean, we offer, I think we're probably one of the most interactive radio uh, podcasts slash whatever they want to call it going. We offer everything. And you get the you know, I, told, I told somebody Triple T Radio, he goes, what's a radio? I'm like, shut up. It's a podcast, you idiot. That's my buddy from Philly that was trying to listen. I'm like, shut up, Ryan. Shut up, Ryan. It's a podcast, you idiot. I hope he never calls. I hope he never calls in because he's got so much dirt on me and he's such a ball buster. It would be a nightmare. Although he is a mega fan, he stood in line for four hours so his son could meet Hulk Hogan. His son grew up the biggest wrestling fan. And when I had a wrestling school here, they came down. And I took him over there. And he's like, do something to me. I'm like, okay. You know, I had a nice ring, right? It was made by, uh, um, who made that ring? Those guys up, uh, what the hell are their names? In South Carolina. Yeah. The old guy in South Carolina made it, but it went through uh, oh, the, the big guys up in North Carolina, up near Charlotte. Anyway, I'll think of it. It'll come to me because Brainstorm will bring it to me. So I'm it'll sorry. happen. High spots. High spots. It was a high spots ring. So it was a great ring, 18 feet. So I took him out in the middle where it's a little cushy, and I body slammed him. He goes, oh, that wasn't bad. Do something else. I go, well, I'll drop an elbow. It's a known fact that I have the stiffest elbow ever in wrestling. I don't care what any famous guy says about their stiff elbow. When I drop an elbow on any human being, all you hear is, ugh. So I make a little contact. So I drop an elbow on him, and he's like, Because I knocked the wind out of him, even though I dropped it on his chest. And he got up and he's like, body slam wasn't too bad. Bad elbow. (laughs) There's two things. There's two things you don't ever want to get from me in wrestling. The elbow or the short arm clothesline. I'll Jake the snake, twist underneath, pull him out of the corner and decapitate him. And when I decapitate him, I go down with him. So I'm putting all my weight into that clothesline. Right. So we both go over our feet. Oftentimes, 
I can go over my feet and take a front bump on the other side. That's how hard I give it. So, but you know what? When people are eight feet away at an independent show, you got to make a little contact. Yeah. Otherwise, you get the bullshit chant. And yeah. that's Hugh Ball Carmichael's never gotten it, doesn't want it, isn't interested in it. It's not buying it. I don't care who's selling it. He's not down with it. No, I agree. Wow. It's that simple. Really, you just put all that into a neat little package you did. That's right. You like it, you love it, you want more of it. Tuesday hey. nights, 8 o'clock, Triple T Radio. It can't be beat, brother. I love it. I love it. Now, get yourself some brainstorm. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm a classic example of how great that is. Oh, this is true. I I'm not on fire. I'm incinerated. Oh, Jesus. I <laughs> know. Perfect. I'm too, hot to I'm too hot to handle and too hot to hold, and I'm standing tall and bold. Too sweet to be sour because I'm the tower of power. We could go on all night, but I'll, I, I, let, let me not digress. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so now, as we uh, believe it or not, there's uh, about nine minutes left. And this isn't live, so it doesn't matter where we go with it. I want to talk about your conspiracy theories. And I know you got some. Don't tell me you forgot all about it. Brainstorm would not let me forget. Oh, good. I, I, I'm, I'm still completely befuddled, and I haven't had the opportunity to get past befuddled? several things on our last conspiracy theory, which was the 9-11 conspiracy. Yeah. The big thing to me is when an airplane hits a building like we saw, and fuel goes everywhere, and it burns, and people are killed, and the plane's on fire, and the, the building comes down. How does the FBI find all of the alleged hijackers' passports intact at Ground Zero? Huh. That's a good how question. Is that, how is that even possible? Well, in no realm, in no realm of any universe, with heat strong enough to melt four-inch thick steel beams and bring down a building of that size in a fashion of implosion, not one that tipped over, which it should have if it fell from the plane, but it didn't. It imploded perfectly upon itself, almost like something in the bottom was detonated on a charge going all the way up to bring the building straight down. Kind of ironic. Big buildings don't fall like that. The possibility of that is amazing. Jet fuel cannot, in, in any universe, 137-octane jet fuel burns hot, but in no absolute possibility that that fuel could generate enough extended heat to melt the beams that held up the World Trade Center 1 and 2. Physically, by the law of physics, by the law of engineering, it is structurally 
impossible. Hence why was super thermite something that, yes, could burn through hot enough to burn through the steel beams of the World Trade Center 1 and 2? Why were there contractors in there the weeks before the airstrike painting inside the building in an enclosed area where, in fact, the steel beams were exposed? Because super thermite can be painted on. It can be added to paint. It's a powder. And if those beams were painted with super thermite and they were ignited Actually, not by the plane, but from the bottom up, the building would, from a structural engineering standpoint, the building would implode perfectly. It would land upon itself as opposed to tipping over and falling. Think about it for a minute. Those planes hit so high, if it melted the beams on those floors, that building would have came down one floor, tipped, and fall. It would be impossible to come down the way that it did. The second building, the same way. Here's another thing I can't get past. We talked about the other World Trade Center building. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, yeah, the one up the road. The one up the road. Do you remember what the name of it was? No. It had something to do with the police, didn't it? Complete? I don't know. I can't remember what it had to do with, but I know it was something. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it was World World World. It was World Trade Center Building Six. Here's the thing: the building was over half a mile away. It wasn't damaged by the planes. Both those buildings had fallen upon themselves by 1:30 in the afternoon. Why at 5:10 p.m. did the other World World Trade Center building catch on fire and implode also upon itself? 33 floors imploded and crashed upon itself almost seven hours after the first plane hit yeah really how is that possible unless the security exchange commission was in that building but also some cia and fbi offices were in that building nobody was in that building they had cleared the building was the building imploded to cover up the fact that the united states government knew that the 9-11 attacks were going to happen. But because every war that we have had in the last 50 years has been about one thing. What is it? Oil. Oil. Do you know what the oil reserves are in Afghanistan and, and Iraq and all those Middle Eastern countries? Same reason why we had Desert Storm and went into Kuwait. Because they're the richest oil-producing countries in the world. The wars that we have had for 50 years, the Bay of Tonkin and Vietnam, all these wars have been about one thing, the control of oil. Yep. Oil is everything to this society. It's gasoline. It's oil for your vehicle. It's diesel fuel. It's hydraulic fluid. It's everything that's used every single day in every machine that operates in the United States of America, every government vehicle that operates. It's about oil. 
It's about controlling oil. Don't oh, yeah. think for don't think for one minute that the U.S. government is so lame and so impaired that they did not have intel on these subjects in these planes. Now, here's another thing: they found their passports. However, nine of the thirteen have been seen alive in the Middle East. Why did the only plot plane that flew that day was the plane that flew members of the of the family of the guy there? Bin Laden? Yeah, Bin Laden. I just wanted you to come up with it so you felt good about the show. So Osama Bin Laden, his entire family his entire family was flown when it was a no fly zone to the Middle East for safety. Why? Cybertech. They were in the same business that George Bush, the president's family, was in. George Bush's brother was in charge of the security of all of the World Trade Center buildings. Amazing. How do you not have the intel that this is going to happen? When every single person involved in this 9-11 attack was on the FBI CIA watch list as terrorists. They knew every single move they were gonna make. They knew when they took a shit. They knew when they flushed the toilet. They knew when they went out for a cup of coffee. But they didn't fucking know when they went and got airplanes, did they? No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. But you know what? If we go to war with them and we control them, and we train their police, and we install their government, guess what we get? Three letters. You already said it. Oil. Yep. That's all they want. And you know what? Filthy, rotten, stinking, rich people who are the high, what they consider the higher echelon of, oh, yeah. the, of the world, they don't care about us. We, we're the pawns in the chess game. They're the king and queen. They got a bishop on each side protecting them, but they're the king and queen. They don't care about losing a pawn or two or three, and that's all we are to them. So for them sacrificing 3,600 people, making the whole United States so angry, we want you to go to war. We want you to go after him. We want you to go into Afghanistan. We want you to do this. Well, we go into Afghanistan. We control the popping population, which is 90% of the heroin in the world is made there, and we control... The oil. So why not get the American people so angry that they support this war? Yeah. We don't want them to say, oh, no, you shouldn't go in, like Vietnam, you shouldn't do that. Let them sort it out. Why are you involved in this? Let them sort it out. Well, they're involved in it because of the Bay of Tonkin, which was oil. How do we, let's see, fast forward 30 years. How do we get the American people so angry that they support a war on terror that just happens to be on filthy, rotten, oil-rich soil? Hmm. Well, it looks like these guys are going to take some planes and attack the World Trade Center. I guess we should stop them. Mm, Dick Cheney, uh, what'd you do that day? You told NORAD, the North American Air Defense System, to stand down. Anytime a plane flies out of its fly zone, NORAD deployed planes. And they deploy them so things like this doesn't happen. 
that day the order was given for NORAD to stand down. Why in that one day out of all those years? The day before, guess what? Dick Cheney was in front of Congress. He had to explain how $27 billion was missing. Where did it go? Congress wanted him to tell him on September 10th. How do you distract that? Well, I don't know. Let a couple of planes hit a building. Congress then doesn't give a shit about $27 billion, do they? No, they don't. They forget all about it. Yeah, and that's what they did. And it stinks to cover up so bad, I can smell it from North Carolina. That's how bad this is. The more I delved into this, the more pissed off I got. Because it was definitely, they definitely knew this was going to happen. They definitely sacrificed innocent souls for their own gain for oil and for wealth. Yep. No question. I agree. It's an evil, it's an evil, evil government that does that. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's it's crazy. And, you know, Thomas Jefferson, I believe it was. I'm going to look it up real quick because I want to get it right. This is important. So hold on a second. Here we go. You made a couple really good statements. And it, it was sometimes the blood of the innocent must be shed to defeat the tyranny of the country. You know, government should never have more control than a country. And the problem with this is the government here is out of control. Yeah. Would you do something like that and cover it up? I mean, you know, it, it just, it just, it just is terrible, you know? And sometimes you just have to spill blood. You know, the United States, people argue, oh, it's not a democracy, it's the constitutional uh, constitutional state. Well, constitutionalists and sovereign citizens love to say that. They're the ones that drive without a license say, I'm not driving, I'm traveling. I don't have to have a license. You know, they don't apply to any law. Exactly. To the exception of those people, the United States is a democracy. There's no question with free trade, uh, the, able, the ability to sell and to make money, and to pay your percentage of taxes, but keep your profit, we're a democracy. We have been a democracy since 1776. How long is that, Nick? It's almost 250 years. It's the longest surviving democracy in the history of the world without somebody, some group of people overthrowing the government. The military takes an oath to side with the people of America. Somebody in our military needs to step up, grow a pair of balls, and say, I'm sick and tired of the U.S. government keeping us in the mushroom theory, keeping us in the dark, throwing shit on us, and not saying anything to us. And creating these great conspiracies um, and making it look like somebody else is guilty. So my question is, is there a brigadier general out there? Is there a colonel? Is there a commander? Is there somebody willing to say, you know what, enough. The military needs to overtake the government and install a new government. For the people, by the people. We're supposed to be represented in Congress by people who represent us. 
I'd like to see somebody in Congress representing us by making a family household income of $57,600 a year and living in a four bedroom home, not a mansion and driving a four year old car. But that's not the type of people that represent us. So we're not, don't have proper representation in this country. And you know, eventually, eventually, eventually there will be a revolution in our country. Eventually people will wise up and they get tired of it. What the government has done is great. They have decided to make everybody be a pacifist. Let me tell you how they did that. Little Jimmy and eight of his friends now play soccer. Little Jimmy's team sucks. Out of 10 teams, little Jimmy team's last. At the end of the year, they give out trophies. The first place team that didn't lose any games gets a trophy that big. Guess what little Jimmy gets who finished last? A trophy the same size. Because we don't want to make little Jimmy feel overly sensitive or depress him or upset him. The country that was dedicated to winners and being number one, the first people on the moon, which we know is not true, but the space race, being number one. You know, America was obsessed in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and even in the 90s of being number one in everything. Then something changed in the millennium and it was okay to be average. It was acceptable to be mediocre, mediocre. You know, the fact of the matter is, when I grew up, there was first, second, third, and then the losers. That's just the way it was. Yeah, you know what it did? It made the guy who finished fourth work harder. So next year, maybe he could finish first, second, or third. They didn't give everybody a trophy. They gave the big one to first, second got one. It's just like the Olympics. Gold, bronze, gold, silver, bronze. That's it. Everybody else, you go home. You lost. You're a loser. The problem is America is willing to accept mediocrity and losing is okay. Yeah. As long as we don't offend you and you're not overly sensitive. You know what I say? You, let's go for being winners again. Let's go for being number one. Let's make number one and mean something. Let's make number two mean, damn it, I didn't win next year. I want to be number one. Let's make number three say, I got to beat both of those guys next year and be number one. And let the rest of those people look at themselves in the mirror and say, should I be competing in this? Should I try to do this? Should I work harder? Can I do more? Can I be number one or number two or number three? Not say, oh, I got a trophy the same size as the winner, so why would I work harder? That's what our government has instilled in us to create an entire country of pacifists. You know why? So we don't overthrow the government. Yeah. It's all a big conspiracy, Nick. Every bit of it is designed to create a bunch of sheep who eat out of the same trough every day and go to the same field every day and come back to the same barn every night. That's what our government's done to us. And nobody's got the balls to stand up and say, enough. No, they don't. Except, well, cue ball Carmichael does. Well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> if, I'm thought, if I'm found dead, I hope it's in a field of roses. Well, I hope so, too, pal. How's that? <laughs> oh, no, man. You put enough shit out there, this, this ends up going viral. All of a sudden, we get a knock on the door by the federal yeah. government. <laughs> Words, you, um, you don't have to worry. I'm a police officer. Oh, no. We're going deeper than that. What? <laughs> I'm a Canadian. We're good. 
Here's the, here's the probe. Here's the probe. Oh, my gosh. Cheers, cheers to you, brother. Great show. Great show, my man. We're on fire tonight, huh? You know, you guys, I tell you, if you go to TripleTRadio.com right now, at this very moment, you will see an image in each corner. Q's only learning this right now. There's an image in each corner. One of a brainstorm and two a pillow and if you click them they will take you directly to the site where you can order them q check it out you're gonna love it i guarantee it you're gonna think it's awesome i already do i love it i love it i love it i love it i want more of it me too i'm in i don't think there's anything left to say Time to wrap it. Oh, no, I don't want an elbow. They're stiff. <laughs> and that don't you mean I don't want you, pal. What? Listen. Yeah. I want to say one thing really quick to uh, introcave.com. Who does all, all the shows? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, use your promo code, Triple T Radio, guys. Save some money, get some great videos for your website. Maybe you want to use it for a Facebook. Maybe you have a gaming system. You want a really cool intro. That's what they're there for. Introcave.com. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. That's a great idea for the video game entrance for somebody. That's perfect. It's like I always say, look, if you're going to have an entrance to your bachelor party or your bachelorette party, Go to Intro Cave, get something cool made, set everybody down, boom, this is what we're going to do tonight. Here's the intro to it. Let's rock and roll, baby. Love it, Intro Cave. You guys are going to love it. I guarantee it. Remember what I said? Go to TripleTRadio.com. You look in each corner of the website, you're going to see the brainstorm. You're going to see the pillow. You pick your choice, which one you want most. Hell, it's Christmas. Get both. There's someone out there that needs them. Guaranteed, everyone could use a good night's sleep, and everyone could be thinking just a little more on their feet. And to my Spanish friends, I want to say, "Cómo está, amigos, señores? Uh, feliz Navidad!" Uh, Don't forget, we got a couple Christmas specials coming up as well, guys. We're gonna bring you that. We're gonna put Q in the festive spirit. It's gonna be wonderful. We're gonna get a big hat for him. I'm gonna make sure his wife takes care of all that. It's going to be wonderful. I'm in a very festive form this year, Nick. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my wife. Oh, no. Oh, got a man down. She drives a full bottle of water all over the floor. Well, it mops up pretty easy, doesn't it now? Perfect. Nick, I love you. I'll talk to you this week. Okay, my man. I love you, too. From Cuball Carmichael, Nick London, we will see you all next Tuesday night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.